everyone. Um, I haven't recorded reading from that book anymore. Um, or I, not anymore, but I didn't record. Um, I actually did record the other night, but I recorded it in my bathroom and it sounded really bad, which is saying a lot considering mostly as I just recorded in my car. But the acoustics in the car are not that bad until I start driving on the road. Um, but in the bathroom, it was really echoey. It just didn't sound good, so... And, uh, I think it's a really good book. Um, I think the book that I'm reading is really good. Um, but I was kind of like, I'm having so much trouble. I need, I definitely want to finish it. I'll I'll totally finish it. There's no, there's no reason not to finish it. Um, but I was reading an essay also that Charles Einstein wrote, uh, last night. And then I listened to another podcast that he was on called... The podcast, which I did not like the podcast. Um, I didn't like the vibe. <laughs> didn't really like the vibe. But, like, uh was called Conspirituality. And it was about um, people who, you know, like, the whole theme of the podcast is, like, exposing, like, people who are conning people out of... Um, information... Um, I don't know, conning people into spiritual spirituality. I don't know. Like, it was very, like, negative, and I don't really like that at all. Um, at least negative in tone, uh, especially of Charles Eisenstein stuff, which I don't, I don't think they really understood what he was, what he's, he's getting at. Um, but anyways, it did make me think about some of this Neville Goddard stuff I've been talking about a lot, and also one of the things they were pressing Charles Eisenstein on was um, some of his claims um, might have a a poor effect on uh, they were, you know, like like if you make a claim publicly, um, it has effects. People can listen to what you say and. And um, think that something's true that's maybe not, or something like that. If you don't, if you're not accurate in your claims, and there was, you know, this holy crap. Sorry, they like they like changed the road here, and they're like doing construction, and they changed it overnight, and a lane that I thought was going to continue farther just didn't. <laughs> and then this other car like almost cut me off. Um. I don't know, they were saying on this book, like, in this in this podcast, they were, like, one guy was an investigative journalist, and he was like, if I'm an, a journalist, and I make a claim, like, it's going to be backed up with, like, you know, several footnotes and lawyers and everything and all this stuff before I can say anything. Um, I know, and, like, in a, in a podcast, obviously, it's this very expository style where it's just like, I'm... I don't stand by it. <laughs> I like, I mean, I'm, I, uh, this is like my experience. So, um, I hope I'm very clear about that in this podcast. Um, but I guess that's what I wanted to talk about because they had mentioned that with some stuff Charles Eisenstein had said. And Charles Eisenstein does make some pretty bold claims. He references some, I don't know, pseudoscience, I guess, sometimes in his writing. Um, 
So, um, I was thinking about that with this and the Neville Goddard stuff I've been talking about lately, and I wanted to just get on here and say, like, what my experiences have been so far with it. Um, and, um, just really be honest about that. Um, and I know I've talked about my job stuff. Um, it's, it's also kind of hard to be honest about it because some stuff is personal and involves other people. And I don't, I can't, I don't want to talk about that on this podcast. Like I'm not gonna obviously like (laughs) share my love life on this podcast. So, um, and, um, even though I think that that's, like, something a lot of people would work on, uh, outputting into the world would be, like, really healthy relationships. Um, but, um, I do want to say, like, I'm trying to be, like, I think there's validity, so I'm gonna say one thing that definitely did happen to me, and... I don't really know how to explain it. It's similar to the episode four of this podcast where I talk about, which is really like an important episode. If you've never listened to that episode on you and you like my podcast, please listen to episode four. On um, I think it's um, what this is all about, part four, and that's where I had my first like kind of uh, metaphysical, like outside of the norms of like consensus reality experience that I couldn't explain um and so um I've had a number of synchronicities and 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 that's like when I started looking at synchronicities and taking them more seriously um and I talk about that in that episode a lot so I'm just gonna say with the Neville Goddard stuff um I've been seriously considering it that's why I'm listening to every lecture MindPod has, and I'm probably gonna, I don't know if I'll read a book, I think I've read a Neville Goddard book, or listened to a Neville Goddard book before, and I may not do anything more after the lectures and just kind of incorporate it into my life and see what happens, but like, I'm doing, um, um, I, so I'm listening to these lectures, and the one thing that weird that did happen, and I feel like this stuff happens to me when I get on a path that I feel like feels right, and it's all on feelings, and I know, understand, I understand that that's a dubious claim. I mean, I get it. I, I do get it. Like, I'm a, I'm skeptical. Like, I'm a skeptical person, but I'm also, like, not, um, I'm also don't want to be so skeptical that I'm that I'm foolish and 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 caged in, you know, like. Um, so <laughs> caged into like a modern life that is like unfulfilling, um, and I don't want to be so skeptical that I uh, just. I think it's like less skeptical to like be like, well, this Neville Goddard stuff is total ridiculous because it doesn't make any sense. Well, it may not make any sense, but it still might work. Um, and so, I guess that's what I mean. I don't want to be so skeptical that I, like, totally over... I guess it's not being skeptical. I want to be very skeptical. So I want to I want to really look at things that are 
people would say, no, there's no way that could happen. There's no way that that's possible. Um, and if it, if it works, it works. I mean, uh, so anyways, I'll tell you this that happened. Um, I had a dream. It was this all happened last week. So, uh, I was laying in bed and I thought to myself, I was feeling like I wasn't loved. And so I said to myself, I am loved unconditionally and unconditional. I am unconditionally loved and supported. And I, um, I was laying in bed and I remember thinking that I was like, okay, now just feel into how that feels. What does that feel like? And I fell asleep kind of with that feeling. And that night I had a dream um, I was at my grandma's funeral and I looked, I was walking down the aisle at my grandma's funeral and I looked at, in the aisle, my grandpa my was sitting there and this, my grandpa who was there, this is significant, um, also has passed away in my past and he was, he's my dad's father, but the funeral I was at was for my grandma who is my mom's mother. And so, but my grandpa did come to my grandma's funeral when she, when she passed away. Um, and so, um, I sat down next to my grandpa and he was crying and I held him and I held, held him and he held me. And then, um, and then he, and then he turns to me and he wasn't my grandpa anymore. He was my granddad who also has passed away and passed away before my grandma died and my granddad was my grandma's husband so the person I'm at the funeral for it was he turned into her husband and then he turns back and then I was asked to go up and talk and I gave a big long speech about how my grandma loved unconditionally um, to the crowd and they were all like oh what a great everybody's crying and stuff and I felt very unconditionally loved by my ancestors in that situation. It was really a weird dream. Anyways, two days later, I'm listening to Neville Goddard, and he goes, in a lecture, he's like, have you ever had a situation where one face turns into another, and then another? And that situation is love. It is, like, he was like, it is all love in that situation. I was like, what? Like, like, He's like, because you are love, because God is love, because everything, you are everything, and everything is forgiven, and everything is love. And I was like, what in the world? Like, I was like, he explained my dream, like the entire theme of it, like two days after I had this dream, and I'm listening to him. And that's like a massive synchronicity. And I can't, I can't reason my way out of that like I don't I don't think there's a way to reason my way out of it um so anyways I'll continue this after lunch um, I can talk a little bit more after lunch I can talk probably a lot after lunch but okay I'll be back Alright, I'm back. Um, 
Yeah, so I was talking about that dream I had and then the Neville Goddard thing afterwards. That was crazy. So stuff like that happens and they're like these data points that I can't, I can't shake it. I can't, I keep thinking like, like even today I was like, you know, synchronicities might happen. It just might be like a thing in nature that just happens or maybe it's like my mind's pulling out, you know, relevant stuff and it's creatively mixing it up to say, oh yeah, this happened two days ago and this person mentions it here, there must be some kind of connection there. But with some synchronicities, like that kind of thing where the entire theme of his talk and 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 he mentions my dream and then he says and he says, if you haven't had this dream, you'll have it someday, like he said that in the talk. I was like, that's not that's that's outside the realm of explainable. And it's kind of like that genie lift thing that happened in episode four. It's like, I can't explain it. I, I just can't. Um, I, and I have had a number of synchronicities happen before. Um, um, and so, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with these things. And and like, I don't know. I think because I, I was listening to that con spirituality podcast for a couple. Charles Eisenstein episodes and it just seems like it's too convenient of the normal narrative of of the normal story of the normal uh, way we're told the world works to just be like well they're just anomalies I don't think they're just anomalies I, I don't think that doesn't jive and I and I think that it it's fruitful to pay attention to stuff that falls outside the realm of the of the explainable um and to be really honest about it too like i mean i've also tried very much to manifest not being not having to work at a job anymore and i've i've been doing it for a couple years you know to not be in my career field anymore in in the position that i'm in i mean i think i've there's there's episodes on this podcast where I've talked about what I want and they haven't come true yet. I'm driving back to work right now. Um, and so, you know, maybe that's about a risk I need to take or not. I'm not sure. But it is a serious thing to take that risk and it would be a serious thing to be wrong. So I guess that's why I'm listening to every Neville Goddard lecture uh, to really understand this stuff or try to get an understanding of it. Um, because like I said, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff I've tried to manifest that hasn't come true. And then there's been a significant amount of stuff I have manifest. I've thought about it. I've dreamed about it. And then it comes true almost immediately. And usually that's in the relationship realm of stuff for me. Um, and I think part of that is because, uh, I, I really love the person I'm with. Um, and so I don't know, like... Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to be honest. And so one thing I have mentioned on this podcast before, though, that I, I was thinking about it because this podcast, Conspirituality, they were talking about how they want to be careful about whatever they say. But I was like, you know, you can't, you, if you were like, we're double checking every sentence you said when in conversation, it's like, I don't know. Everything needs to be taken with a grain of salt, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you should verify everything for yourself. Everything. 
especially with this with spirituality stuff. Um, you've got to you've got to verify it for yourself. If you have weird experiences, it's been my experience that you're probably on the right track, um, or in the, in the vicinity of going in a different direction. That's probably better for you. And and I also would like to say that. I feel like the alternative explanations that we are given of just like go to work and save up for retirement and get a degree and all that stuff, um, uh, aren't, I don't think they're working as Charles Eisenstein likes to say, I don't think they're working for us. And, um, so, and I've talked a lot about why I don't think they're working. Um, and so, one thing I have said, though, um, and I want to address it, um, I think I said in a couple episodes ago, I talked about a dark ergogor, and I said something about we that we don't die, that we're not going to die. I've said it on uh, several episodes. And my opinion on that is based on near-death experience accounts. Um, and mainly a podcast I listened to like she was talking about near-death experiences and then I saw there's a Netflix show on it called Life After Death or something like that um it's something along those lines anyways there are a couple of those um that made me think that um yeah our consciousness and, and then just like the theories that go along with um, stuff Charles Eisenstein has said um, that make me think that yeah like we we don't die Um, but that's not to say obviously I've never had a near death experience myself and um, I also definitely um, would not encourage any listening to this ever to I mean like I'm not saying to test that one I guess um ever and um I don't know speculation about the afterlife is a is a weird game and I'm just talking off I'm just talking here in my car and I'm not an expert and uh I haven't studied near-death experiences. Um, It's just kind of my gut feeling on it that our lives are much bigger than we think they are. And also, I would definitely want to say that, like, much of, I think, modern life makes us feel very small. Um, Scrolling past images of stuff that other people have said and done, you know, that interspaced with ads and advertising... Uh, those images and inspirational images like think about Instagram and then it's interspersed with advertising um, that can make you feel very small Uh, being at work can make you feel very small people at work who are your superiors at work can make you feel very small they can make you feel like the work that you're doing doesn't matter and that it's not worth anything and I think I brought up the near death stuff and that kind of stuff because uh, even that there is that data point, you know, that there are like 
large large groups of people who have had these experiences and and it's like we don't know what to do with them i mean doctors don't know what to do with them and i mean how is it even possible that someone lives for 30 minutes after they should have died you know or comes back after that amount of time um so i think if we lived in a mechanical world it wouldn't be but i think if we lived in a mechanical world we wouldn't know how to love and i think if we lived in a mechanical world i wouldn't look at a flower or a shadow or a cloud and think that's the most beautiful thing in the world you know so that's all <laughs> I don't know I didn't I didn't want to um, I didn't want to lead anyone astray I guess and I want to be very very honest about the stuff I've experienced um, that's really important to me to be very honest um Obviously, if I'm going to record a podcast anonymously, there's absolutely no reason to not be as honest as possible. Um, so, I don't have any like way to monetize this podcast right now or anything. So, I'm just trying to share. Um, that's all. I think. Once I get a chance, I'm doing a bunch of side work right now for some friends, which I should have said no, but I overcommitted again. And um, because of that, my evenings are really taken up. And so I haven't... I tried reading that book one night, uh, Charles Eisenstein's book, um, last week, and the sound wasn't great. So... probably try reading again once I get an opportunity here um and I also want to read this essay he wrote called the temp source in the temple I think temple in the source it's on his website um that really like summed up what I was trying to say with the work podcast episode I recorded a while back and he actually talks about architecture and so that was cool to see him bring that around and thinking about what I had said about it um too and uh, I'd like to fold some of this Neville Goddard stuff in there as well um it's tricky stuff I gotta say um some things are more are more difficult than others to it seems to me to be to to just manifest to just imagine your way out of but I've, I say that and then I'm like, well, have you ever tried just imagining that that's not the case? <laughs> and I'm like, not really. I can think I keep questioning whether or not this stuff is true. Maybe if I just wholeheartedly don't question it and just maybe the opportunity opens up for me. Um, so I'm still going and going. And um, thank you for listening. As always, I'm very appreciative and as always you can always email me if you have any questions or comments uh at journeys to my heart at gmail.com uh, and i will check it for sure um so although i haven't checked in like two weeks so if you have emailed me in between then i haven't gotten any emails so that's why i don't check very often but i do check periodically and trust me, if you emailed me, I would definitely answer because I'd be, like, really excited about it. Um, 
So anyways, uh, thanks for listening. I'm pulling back into my work right now, and I'm going to be done recording. And I'll catch you again.